This episode of Congratulations... Let me start over. Episode 87 of Congratulations... No, 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 I like that, right? This episode of Congratulations is brought to you by the Cash App. You know the Cash App. It's the simplest way to instantly send money to friends. It's also the number one app in finance, but it didn't get there on payments alone. These days, Cash App is changing how people interact with their money. It's adding features you can only get from a bank and more than a few that you can't, like the Cash Card, Boosts, and Bitcoin. Download the Cash App for free on the App Store or Google Play Market. Crazy, 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 crazy. Baby roll call. What's up, my babies? It's a baby roll call. Episode 87 of Congratulations. And we just keep on moving it, man. We take it a day at a time and a week at a time. And that turns into months at a time and then years at a time. Do you feel what I'm saying? Everyone who's saying taking it a day at a time, they're taking it weeks at a time, too. And they're also taking it years at a time. They're basically just picking an arbitrary amount of time and saying it that they're saying it they're taking it that a time. You could see uh, you could say you're taking it a minute of a time. You could take you, you see you're taking it two minutes at a time. You could say you're taking it thirty seven seconds at a time. But a lot of people say that they're taking it a day at a time, and that's how they get through the fucking life. And there you go. If that's what makes you a better person, then good. We got a fuck. We got some. We got some. We got some shit here new at the Congratulations Studios. It feels like every week we get a new thing here at Congratulations Studios. We've got, of course, the new deal, the way it looks. We've got the fucking, you know, the wood planks here, keeping it nice and cozy. We should get a fireplace soon, but we're not going to do that. Uh, we got the sign here, the Congratulations sign. We also have the um, the CUDA here to keep us a reminder. To to give us a reminder of how not to be, right? To fight that inner CUDA. But we also have today something that isn't going to benefit you guys in a direct way, but it is indirectly, okay? We've got one of those soundless, noiseless fans. Now, let me tell you something. It's from Dyson, right? It's a Dyson fucking thing? Yeah? Okay, it's from Dyson. You know the commercials where the guy's just like, at Dyson, we try to make the things, we try to make it from the ground up. We looked at the fan, and what we did is, we looked at the vacuum, and what we what we did is, instead of making the vacuum like people usually make, we redefined the vacuum. And now the vacuum does what a new, a new thing. Dyson. I'm a guy with long gray hair, obviously. But, um, yeah, so, and here's the thing. This fan, that's putting out no noise puts out fucking noise that's the thing when you put it on high it's literally like you know what it sounds like a fucking fan that's it it's got a fucking oval shape shaped like a fucking big old like big big giant pussy a little bit you know, you'd have to take into account giant dicks too. So, I mean, yeah, you'd be like, oh, every time you say something looks like a pussy online, people will be like, yeah, well, what kind of pussies are you used to seeing? Yeah, dude, we get it. Here at Dyson, this guy's always wandering around. You ever see those Dyson commercials? Always wandering around a fucking laboratory with like a bunch of fucking crazy uh, electronic shit. He picks up like a vacuum that's purple, long and purple and shit. The most, the most power, here at Dyson, we make it the most powerful cordless vacuums. This way you don't trip over yourself when you're vacuuming your cat hair. Um, 
but yeah, so we got one of those one of those fans. And let me tell you something, babies, it makes noise. If you're trying to get a noiseless fan, well, let me tell you something. They don't exist. You know what a noiseless fan is? One of those Japanese ones where you just fucking hold and fan yourself. Like you're a bad guy. Or have somebody do it like you're a bad guy. Get a fucking leaf. Anytime air's moving, it's going to be making noise. You know why? Wind. You know what makes noise? Wind. So we got one of those fans, and it's got to fucking make me a little bit cooler. Hopefully you won't. If I'm wearing light gray shirts, if I'm going to wear the Grand Slam tee, dude. You know what I mean? You won't be able to see my, 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 my fucking flop sweat. You won't be able to see my sweat. You won't be able to see, you know. And now, granted, you won't be reminded about those fucking, that, that ski course of the fucking double black diamonds. But still, dude, they're there. You have to believe in it like Jesus Christ. Going to hell for saying that? Yeah, check. But it's all good. Um, so, yeah, uh, I took, uh, I was in Toronto. I did fucking, uh, I was in Ottawa, Toronto, and also London, Ontario. And let me tell you something. Somebody told me that they flew to London by mistake. London, Europe, in Europe. They went to Europe by mistake. They flew. They took the thing. They took the flight. They went to Europe. And they got there. And then they fucked up and realized that I was going to be in London, Ontario. Now, I don't know where they were from originally, but they sent me a message and they literally said that they were in London. And they were like, oh, well, I guess I'll enjoy it. I'll have to fucking come over to see you at some other time, fly over the pond. I felt real bad, but also that's going to be a funny story in years and years. But also enjoy London, I guess, you know. But that's so fucking crazy that that actually happens. Also, don't you get tickets? Maybe she bought the tickets already, but she just bought. Yeah, I think she said she did. She bought the tickets, um, but she messed up and went to London. She got a flight to fucking London in Europe. Hey, check. Hey, I've got a. I've got a. I've got something for you. Check, check itinerary and check website. Hey. Don't go to the wrong place in the world. You know what I mean? If you're like, yeah, I'm going to Tender Greens. Oh, okay, cool. I'll meet you at Tender Greens. And you wind up at the one on Sunset instead of the one in, on fucking Ventura Boulevard. Fine. But imagine going to the wrong place in the world. Hey, dude. Sorry. I fucked up. I know you're in Canada, but I'm in Europe. Oh, well. Guess I'll have a fucking good time anyway. God damn it. It's never set up the right way. The fucking soundboard never is sent up the right way. Set up the right way. And it's not working. There we go. I'll have fun in Europe. Sometimes they flag my videos because I play that shit. That's bullshit, by the way, YouTube. We all know that nobody's going to be listening to fucking you making my dreams come true off of my fucking congratulations podcast. No one's, that doesn't satisfy, that's not satisfactory for people if they want to listen to this song. Hey, dude, but we don't have to buy it for 140. Instead, just turn on congratulations, find the part it syncs up with. And even though Crystal Lee is talking over it, let's listen to it that way. Give me a fucking break. Um, anyway, so that's a crazy fucking thing. And I took Air Canada to get to, let me tell you something, Air Canada Get Wi-Fi on your fucking planes, man. It's 2018. I know we talked about this, but dude, if you're going to be in 2018, be in 2018. Don't be in 2001. The planes are new. Get Wi-Fi on it. And I know this is like a first, this is everything. This drives me nuts. Oh, first world problems. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, dude. There is a first world. We're in it. If you're listening to this, you're most likely in the first world yourself. Get Wi-Fi. I get on the plane to Air Canada. Do you guys have Wi-Fi? Mm, this airplane doesn't have it yet. 
Oh, cool. What airplane are we taking? This one? Then don't say that, you smug ass. Yet, dude. Don't ever say the word fucking yet to me on an airplane, you know? Yeah, this aircraft, first of all, they never call it an airplane. When you work on a plane, you call it an aircraft. Now that makes me BRM. That's like when actors call it their craft or whatever, when they're like, well, you know, I'm just honing my craft. Uh. <laughs> you reading lines. You didn't even write them. You honing your craft or you saying what you suppose? Dude, honing your craft. Yeah, dude. Well, you know, I like I go to act. I go to I go to uh, my my acting class. Uh, taught by some guy. Um, he was on fucking most notably nine episodes of the second season of Jag. And anyway, he also was on some of the CSI fucking Miami and did some CSI New Orleans. And he was in a movie in fucking 2009 with Jay Baruchel where he played his teacher. But still, I'm just honing my craft every week with that guy. Oh, uh, yeah? Are you? You're honing your craft, dude? No, it's good to practice. I'm just fucking around. Uh, you, you do have to practice. That's the other thing, too. A lot of people move out here as actors, and they just want to be fucking actors. They just want fame. They just want to do it like that. That's not cool, man. You can't do it like that. You got to practice. You do have to hone your craft, actor, actually. As much as I'm making fun of it, you got to uh, hone your craft. Um, and you also have to fucking practice everything you do, you know? Like, I used to think about that when I was a stand-up. When I am, I mean, I am a stand-up, but when I was starting, like, I was like, dude, I want to go on stage every fucking night. That's the thing. That was the difference. I had a buddy that was getting work as an actor more than I was when I first started stand-up, and uh, he loved auditioning. I fucking hate auditioning. And he loved auditioning because he loved it. He would practice auditioning and then go on the audition. They could sniff it out and they could be like, this guy's a professional and they fucking hire him. Me, I wanted to do stand-up. I would go up and do shows at fucking for five people at, at some bar in North Hollywood with the TVs on because I loved it. And, and other comedians who didn't want it as much, not to saying that there weren't some that did want it as much. Of course they did. But some of the comedians that would, would, uh, would watch um, would 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 want to be a comedian, they wouldn't want it that much and they wouldn't do those spots. And that's how fucking you get successful. I'm coming out. I don't know where else to know. But that's what, you know, that's it. I don't know. But my whole fucking point is Air Canada, get Wi-Fi. When are you going to get it? Oh, maybe October, they said. Oh, cool. Well, let's just wait till October to fly then. Dude, Mm, it's not, if you're going to have your business going, get your business fucking going. That's my whole thing, man. I've talked about this before on the podcast. It, like if it's going to work, make it, if it's going to work, don't make it, if it doesn't fucking work, you know, you know, when, when you go in a fucking office business office, fucking whatever. And they're like, ah, oh, the Wi-Fi is kind of temperamental. Then don't have it. Don't fucking have it then. Cause I can still use my cellular data to fucking send a text off. But in the air, have it. It's 2018. I slept on the flight. It's also so... I was reading a thing, too, that said like 41% of people... I think Nikki Glazer posted this on, on Twitter. She was. It was a thing about how 41% of people um, think it's rude to recline your seat 
on the on an airplane, and fifty nine percent of people don't. Uh, dude, recline. Go ahead, recline. If I'm behind you, recline all the way into my cock. Go ahead. I'll give you a fucking scalp massage. Because guess what I'm doing too. I'm reclining as well into the fucking housewife's, you know, belly behind me. That's all. That's all. That's it, dude. Or everybody recline into our privates. Go ahead. Put your head, put the back of your head in fucking dicks and pussies. When you're on a plane and they give you the boom. All right. And just so you know, everybody can move fucking recline and zagging. That's all you got to do is bang a zagging. You ever try to be on the airplane and you're not sure if you can hear it better from the headphones or you can or you take them off? You're like, I can't hear the motherfucker. Sometimes it's so fucking loud. They're just like, they're just like, oh, we reached 10,000 feet. And you're like, Jesus Christ, I'm trying to take a nap. And sometimes it's literally like, here at the Canada, here Canada, I was just taking a vague legs and feeding. Now I got it looking out inside and see Mount Rushmore. See ya. Also, who's looking out of the fucking plane at shit? I don't know. Maybe I, I would do that. But I never, I feel like I can never see it. Like I'm like too high up. I'm like, is that it or is that, or is that it? Um, yeah, but recline into my cock. I don't give a shit. I'll recline into your pussy or cock. If you're a guy, I'll recline into your cock. I don't give a shit. The back of my head's meeting your, hey, nice to meet you, cock. I'm a, this is the back of my head. Nice to meet you. Let's chill for a little bit on our way to fucking Buffalo. And then when we land, nice chatting with you. See you later. Hopefully you're not a boner. <laughs> Hopefully you're flaccid. Catch you later. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ, what the fuck am I talking about here? Really? Well, what is important, though, is which is crazy to me, and not that they didn't deserve it. They deserve it. But what's fucking insane to me, what I've been thinking about lately, is the two guys in jail are fucking Suge Knight and Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby has three to ten years, and Suge Knight has 28 years in prison. Dude, imagine living, first of all, Cosby's what, 81? Imagine living 81 years free and then having to probably spend the rest of your life in jail. I mean, he'll probably get out in three years. Who knows if he'll be alive in the, at that point? I'm sure it's probably hard to stay alive in prison just with your health breaking down and shit, even your mental health. Because I'd fucking end it at 81. Fuck that, dude. You got to leave your wife and you got to be locked the fuck up and you deserve it and you know you deserve it. Wow. And Suge Knight, as bad as he was his whole life, He's got to be still in jail for 28 years, dude. He's going to be 81 when he gets out. Imagine Suge Knight and Bill Cosby in jail together. Suge Knight and Bill Cosby. Suge Knight be like, fucking, let's make an album of your jokes, motherfucker. And Bill Cosby be like, no, dude, how, how stupid is a Bill Cosby? Anyone who ever does a Bill Cosby, it's like Christopher Walken now. You know? If, if someone's at a party and they're like, yeah, he does Christopher Walken, that guy's the most boring guy at the fucking party. Um, yeah, dude, but that's crazy that they're going to be in jail, dude. When I was a kid, I used to listen to fucking Bill Cosby and all of Suge Knight's production, you know? 
that's so crazy that those guys, if you told the young me that I was going to be in jail, that they were going to be in jail, I would be like, what? I'd be like, maybe Suge Knight, but not Bill Cosby. That's fucking insane, dude. It blows my mind. And yes, I know they deserve it. It's weird, too, because it's hard to separate that shit for me. It really is. Like, even with that, what happened with XXX Tentacion or whatever, like, he was a, a motherfucker, but his music was great or whatever. It's hard for me to separate it, though. You know? Like, the art and what they did. Because what Bill Cosby did for people and, 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 and the black community was, was insane. But then what he did was rape lots of girls. And that's, it's just so fucked. It's such a mind fuck, man. I don't even like he like to the fact that he can be in because I know there's people out there that are like, yeah, he's in jail. He deserves it. But I still feel badly because they know the fucking they know what the fuck he you know, they, they, they grew up on. him. God, that's fucking crazy, man. And his wife is standing by him still. I don't know if she still is, but fuck, that's just being in jail. I talked about this before. When would you start fucking guys? It would take me eight days. But when would you end up killing yourself? Dude, if I had to spend my life in jail, I think I'd actually fucking. This is supposed to be a comedy fu- podcast, but I think I'd fucking. I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could fucking do it. I'd go out in some jokey way. Like my last fucking line would be like. Superman and then just jump off the fucking thing. I used to think when I was a kid. Like when I grow up, I would get fucking way, way, way old and I'd go out I'd go out onto a bridge with my oldest buddy and be like, Hey dude, check this out. I'm Superman and just dive off. And then that's how I would die when I was fucking like ninety and it would just throw everybody for a loop. And I would know, like, well, you know, the best years are behind me, fuck it. I I went out with a joke. That would be fucking memorable. We all want to be memorable, right? It's crazy how fucking Bill Cosby's gonna be memorized memor- me- remembered as the guy who fucking you know, he's going to be remembered as the guy who raped a bunch of women, but I don't think Suge Knight's going to be mem- remembered as the guy who fucking ran that other guy over and killed him. He's going to be mem- remembered as the, the, the CEO of Death Row. That's weird. It's, you, know, you know what it is, too? It's because Suge Knight was a bad guy, and he made money. What I mean is, obviously, because he was a bad guy, but he, 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 his image was a bad guy. Bill Cosby's image wasn't a bad guy. They didn't know that that's what he was, and so now he's going to be known as the fucking bad guy. That's fucking wild, huh? That's crazy that history is going to do that just because he fucking had that goody two shoes. If you're, yeah, wow. It's fucking insane. Drink the fucking, everywhere I go, I try to fucking, actually, let's do these first. Yeah. Postmates, as usual, your stomach and the rest of your life are at war. You need to eat, but you can't stop what you're doing to deal with it. The only fast things that deliver are not what you want. Introducing Postmates, the app that adds a delivery option to your favorite restaurants. Imagine anything you want to eat delivered. You don't have to drive, park, or even talk on the phone to order. Just download the app and order. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you 
what you want within the hour. Uh, you can even see where your food is and track your driver. You forgot eggs and milk? No problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for the perfect bottle of red wine or a summer beer? Order up. Postmates is your new long-term booty call for food. I uh, use uh, Postmates. I actually just used it. I ordered uh, one of my favorite places, uh, beef steak, and they picked it up and dropped it off right before I did this podcast, my baby. So uh, for a limited time, Postmates is having is giving you $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days to start your free deliveries. Download the app today and use code CONGRATS. That's code CONGRATS for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Save the hassle. Get the food you love fast. At Postmates with, co- with code CONGRATS. Mott and Bao, quality jeans that look great, fit great, and feel great. Used to cost you hundreds. Uh, Mott and Bao has permanently changed the game with $200 designer jeans for half the price. Introducing MottandBao.com, where you can get the most comfortable premium jeans you will ever wear for half of what you'd pay elsewhere for AG or 7 jeans. These are luxury jeans for 100 bucks, and you can only get them at montandbow.com. The most comfortable, uh, the reason why, is because they use the best in comfort technology, like dynamic stretch, and that stretch is actually awesome, man. You can do high kicks in them. I love doing high kicks in my jeans. Premium because they only source their denim from two of the most well-respected denim mills in the world, and to make your jeans fit you perfectly. They have an at-home try-on program. Request a second pair with your order. Try on both. Keep one. And send back the other one in the same box with the prepaid label. Uh, they also gave me a couple of shirts, which uh, are great, too, uh, that I've worn. Uh, these are $200 designer jeans for half price, plus their September savings event means you will save 20% on everything at com slash congrats. That's M-O-T-T and... B-O-W dot com slash congrats for 20% off everything. This is their best deal anywhere, but it is only for the month of September. So get on that. Save 20% during Mott and Bow's September savings event at com slash congrats. Get on it, my babies. Dude, when I was in Toronto, uh, this company hit me up, uh, Collar Clothing, which is great. Uh, and they... Uh, they were like, hey, we got, we're based in Toronto. They sent me a bunch of stuff already. And they were like, hey, we're in Toronto. Let me send you some stuff. Uh, let's send you some stuff. And so I met them in the lobby, and they gave me bags of these clothes. Uh, and I wear them on stage a lot. Uh, collar. K-O-L-L-A-R. But uh, another thing is, remember the story I told when I went on the hike and I had to use the ASRV clothing to wipe my, my, my backside because uh, I had an emergency up there on that hike? Well... Guess what they did? As a joke, they sent me fucking uh, toilet paper and the knife and three pair of cargo pants because of what Will Sasso told me. He always brings a knife in case he does run into a problem hiking. He can cut off the cargo p- pocket and then use that to wipe his fucking backside. And that's what ASRV sent to me with no explanation, but I got it. I got it because I, it was like fucking the Riddler doing something with Batman, and they were the Riddler, and they sent me a riddle, and I fucking got it like I'm Batman. I got it. And ASRV basically is telling me I'm like Batman and I because I got it. So thank you, ASRV, for having a sense of humor and also sending me really cool fucking uh, 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 workout clothing, which is uh, which is top notch. Dude, I fucking – I need to drink that fucking cat poop coffee is what I need to drink. Have you ever heard of this? Cat poop coffee? Oh, yeah. Well, it's something, dude. One Fire doesn't know what cat poop coffee is. 
Well, let's look it up, dude. What is cat poop coffee, also known as Kopi Loak? Of course, it's not actually called cat poop coffee. But Kopi Loak, or cat poop coffee, is widely known as the rarest, most expensive coffee in the world. Retail prices have reached uh, reached as high as $80 a cup. Wow. It's also the world's rarest coffee bean, too. This is at catpoopcoffeeinc.com. Hey. You know, of all websites, catpoopcoffeeinc.com. Oh, yeah, it's incorporated. <laughs> coffee berry, uh, uh, cat poop coffee, copiloac are the coffee berries that have once been eaten and excreted by a cat called the Asian palm kivet. Civet kivet. So basically, a cat called the Asian palm kivet eats the berries from a coffee tree, then basically poops them out. I like any article that says basically, by the way. That means I'm going to be able to understand it. Um, from here, a farmer or coffee harvester would grab the defecated beans and begin processing them. I mean, that, that, what that means is he's digging through the, cat, the fucking cat shit. When the cats, kivets, eat the coffee berries... Fermentation of the coffee beans occurs in the cat's digestive system. During this process, the cat's the cat shit, you know, it seeps into the en- enzymes, seep into the coffee beans, and, you know, yada yada. Unique flavor and aroma it and the shit. So during this entire process, the cat beans are transferring. Imagine going to a place. Also, how about fucking. How long does that take? Hey, one cup of cat shit coffee, please. Cool. Hang around. We'll we'll, we'll clear your name out in four hours. We got to wait till this cat eats these fucking berries. Imagine being like, yeah, one cup of coffee. and be like, sure. And then they feed a a fucking berries to the cat. And that would you like a double shot? Yeah, cool. Eat more berries, kitty. And then. Four hours, your order's coming up, and then by and then you're fucking falling asleep. Carl? Yeah. Your coffee's ready. Here you go. That'll be $80. Hey, are you fucking kidding me? No. Cool. Here's my $80. Let me drink it. Sip. Oh, is, how, is it good? Yeah. How good could it fucking possibly be? What is it? Fucking press your prostate? Dude, it's just... I mean, you're drinking coffee to fucking... Most people, I think, drink coffee to fucking stay awake anyway. You know? It's not, look at this, 2 chains drinks $600 coffee made from cat poop. Most expensive shit, GQ. Seems like something 2 chains would be like. He would drink it and just be like, true. Can I have some cat shit coffee? Cool. Here you go, 2 chains. Let me drink it. True. What? How good could it be? I need to try that shit. Somebody send me some or just either send me some cat shit coffee or just send me a fucking cat and those berries and I'll make them myself. What if that's what, what if you were, that was the thing at home. You're like, no, nah, I make my own. <laughs> you open up the cupboard. There's a cat and a fucking bowl of cherries. I got to wake up at 2 a.m. because I fucking like my coffee at six. Coffee's ready. How about that shirt two chains wears that fucking says CEO with all the zeros after it. Ah. CEO me and air, I guess it was just trying to say CEO and air. I don't fucking know. I mean, forking out the money to pay for the cat food. 
600 it says it's 600 for two chains here you go do you guys have an atm cool i have to wait you know what let me order the coffee at fucking uh 10 p.m because i can't i can only draw with i can only withdraw three thousand dollars every day so the after midnight i'll withdraw three thousand three hundred dollars again three hundred dollars and then three hundred dollars after midnight and then here's your six hundred dollars true eh. bad what is this world that somebody how did it even fucking come about the drink cat shit coffee. How fucking bored do you have to be? How fucking hoity-toity rich-ass motherfucker do you have to be to be like, why don't we try cat shit? Why don't we try to feed... I've... Also, so rich on drugs, fucking legitimately on mushrooms, which, by the way, why eat mushrooms anyway? To be... That's how rich they were. They already ate the mushrooms, and they're on the mushrooms just like, hey... Why don't we feed these cherries to cats and then see if we can make coffee out of the shit? Oh. <laughs> we can probably charge upwards of $600 for this. Hey. hey, cat shit. Don't ever be anywhere near my mouth. You know where cat shit should be? Near cats' buttholes. And that's it. If there's something out there, someone's eating it, you know? I fucking, when I was a kid, I used to, I watched this thing that was like Guinness Book World Records. This guy was eating shopping carts. Hey, man, he was, you saw that? Dude, he was eating shopping carts. He would like gnaw on it until it would fucking break free. And then he would eat the shopping part, shopping carts. And then I guess shit it out. He probably never made coffee out of that. See, that's the thing. That guy was missing a fucking, an extra step. Later, where he should be like, oh, I can make money off this shit. Shopping cart souffle or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Shopping cart souffle. Ah. Um, I don't fucking know, bro. I, 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 I love coffee so much. I guess if I guess I would drink that fucking cat shit coffee. I would. Would you want fire? If you were. Yeah, you would. Would you? I wouldn't get rid of. Yeah, I would, too. I think someone who's like, ew, like after you fucking make it hot and shit, I've, I'm, all, I'm all good, you know? All that shit burns out. And not like I would eat, you know, I wouldn't eat cat shit. But when they ferment it and then fucking clean it and then fucking make it all boil it or whatever, you know? Not boil it, but get it real hot like the coffee is. Can I get, a, can I get an iced cat shit coffee, please? Can you make it a latte for me? I wonder if they can do that. Probably not, right? How about somebody who's like, oh, yeah, I'll get the fucking cat shit coffee. I want a latte, but I want it to be with fucking almond milk. Be like, yo, you're eating cat shit. You're not going to drink what fucking regular milk? I don't know. That's kind of fucking of a, that's kind of a hacky premise. Robinhood is, in, is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks. ETFs options and cryptos all commission free you like to do this and you don't want to pay commission Robinhood is where it's at they strive to make financial services work for everyone not just the wealthy non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence check Robinhood don't be insecure with this they, they do it all for you other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge 
commission fees, trade stocks, and keep all of your profits. Do you understand me? Easy to understand charts and market data. Place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You got a smartphone? Tap it four times. Easy to understand charts and market data. Do you understand that? Because it's hard to understand, but they make it easier. Robinhood, web platform, also lets you view stock collections. 100 most popular sectors like entertainment and social media and curated categories like female CEOs and analyst ratings of buy, hold, sell for every stock. It's so easy that even I kind of had fun poking around and making some purchases. So that's me. And you know, mm, really dumb. So I figured out how to do it. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at congrats.robinhood.com. That's congrats.robinhood.com. Hey, babies, the Cash App. You know the Cash App. It's the simplest way to instantly send money to friends. It's also the number one app in finance. The Cash Card is a free customizable debit card that you can use at stores or ATMs. It's linked to your Cash App balance as if it were a checking account. It even lets you direct deposit your paycheck. If you're looking for an alternative to traditional banking, you're not alone. Millions of of Americans have already started using the cash card. There has never been a rewards program like Boosts. Get instant discounts every single time you swipe your cash card at coffee shops, Chipotle, Shake Shack, and beyond. Just tap a boost in the app and pay with your cash card. Cash App is also the most convenient and inexpensive way to buy, uh, sell, and withdraw Bitcoin. 20 years ago, something like the Cash App would have been really hard to imagine, and now it's hard to imagine anything else. And of course, when you download the Cash App and enter rewards code, congrats, $5 goes to you and $5 goes to Time's Up Legal Defense Fund. Download the Cash App for free on the App Store or Google Play Market. It's my favorite Cash App, my babies. Dude, I was reading this thing the other day, too, about... uh. Yo, what was that fucking uh, thing we were talking about? Okay, let me just read this for you. I don't know what this is from, what website this is from, but uh, it's called the Triple Talak. Okay? Let me read this for it to you here. Because this I thought was, this summed up how fucking stupid any religion is. Okay? Now, look. Religion, if it makes you a better person, if it makes you happier, if it makes your family happier and closer, and you like going to church, I am all for it. I am not talking shit about people who use religion to make themselves happier. Great. Now, am I talking shit about religion? You bet. Do I think it's silly? Oh, yeah. Is it heck? It's absolutely hit. Okay? Something known as triple talak. Now, this is from a website. Inst- it's instant divorce. It allows Muslim men to immediately terminate a marriage just by repeating the word talak, which means divorce in Arabic, three times to their wives. The words can be uttered either in person or online. Hey! And the women and the woman has no recourse. Like if he writes talak, talak, talak online to you, you can't be like, no, anti-talak. <laughs> There's no talak reversal. 
I have five seconds to do Talak reversal, sweetheart. Don't bother me. I have five seconds to do, to, to, to do the Talak reversal. <laughs> Some Muslim women say they have even been divorced via WhatsApp. <sighs> Imagine you got divorced. Hey, I got divorced. Really? Ah, oh, that's tough. Yeah. Kind of took the sting out of it, though, because it was over WhatsApp. And somebody just wrote Talak three times. Heh. Imagine no explanation. Just you get the text. Oh, who's this? Talak, Talak, Talak. Oh, fuck, I'm divorced instantly. Tweet it. Or in letters, according to AFP. They've done it in letters, like longhand. India's Supreme Court ruled in August 2017 that triple talak, like it's a fucking wrestling move, by the way. Oh, no, here comes fucking Razor Ramon with the triple talak. Uh-oh. And pile drives him instead. Uh-oh, here he goes. On the ropes for his signature. The, the Muslim menace on the ropes. Uh-oh. The beginnings of a triple talak. Uh-oh, here he comes. Oh, talak, talak, talak. Oh, he divorced his opponent. He, divor- he divorced his fucking spine from his head. Uh, in India's Supreme Court ruled in August 2017 that triple talak was unconstitutional. Hat and the shit. Hey, figure that out in 1912. Uh, but legislation, how about how legislation is even mentioned in this article about divorcing somebody by saying a word three times like it's a Beetlejuice? Uh, legislation passed in December was stifled by political opposition. The impasse prompted the government of Prime Minister Narendra Modi to issue the executive order. So it's not, you can't do it anymore, I guess. Wait, hold on. What does that mean? They can do it or they can't do it now? So uh, August 2017, the Supreme Court ruled that triple talak was unconstitutional. But legislation passed in December was stifled by political opposition. Oh. So they can do it still. I can't tell the way it's written. I'm an idiot. Maybe you guys know. Either way, they did it in 2017. Dude, imagine being like... Imagine... The last straw. Like, imagine you're just in a loveless marriage. (laughs) How fucking amazing must some of the Muslims feel when that fucking started? Uh, So, look, Muhammad said that, you know, look, we haven't been seeing eye to eye now for six, seven years. I know our love has changed. I felt disconnected from you. Muhammad said, this guy Muhammad said that I follow, we can get divorced without all of the paperwork. I just have to tell you, talak, talak, talak. Hey. Imagine the wife hearing that for the first time. What? Let me Google it. Let me Google this. Hold on one second. Let me turn. Let me open my phone. Oh, it's open on Twitter. Hey, wait. Did you tweet me to like to like to like to? Imagine being like, you fucked up the laundry again to like to like to like. Dude, to lack. 
Don't make me fucking t- don't make me do the triple. Look, I'm just saying, if you fucking do that again, you're getting the triple talak. That's all. That's all. I'm calling the Muslim menace, dude. I'm getting I'm pulling the triple talak on you. Talak, dude, when I fucking read that, I laughed so hard I was crying. They deemed it unconstitutional. Yeah, can't, well, you know, we're not going to be able to do the talak, talak, talak. Imagine the Indian men that are just like fucking hallelujah because they fucking didn't want to be divorced and they were so fucking upset that they were even married in the first place and now they're just pulling the triple talak out of their fucking ass, dude. Unreal. I want to get married just to do the triple talak and then have my fucking American girl just be like, mm-mm, are you fucking out of your mind? What happens, by the way, if she disagrees, says, no, I'm not going anywhere. I guess you can call the police and you can be like, hey, the police came. Just, I told her, did you, hello, Indian police? Yeah. Why, did she's, she's your wife. She can stay in the house. Yeah, no, but I told her, talak, talak, talak. Can you prove it? Well, I'll just tell her again right now. Hey, baby, talak, talak, talak. There, I want her removed from my house. I make all the money. Get her out. She's an intruder now. We're divorced instantly. Take her. I mean, Jesus Christ, you know? This fucking world, dude. You got fucking Suge Knight in jail and, every, and Indian guys are fucking talacking all day long. Wow, this fan works, bro. It fucking works. I wouldn't say I'm cold, but I don't have any sweat going on. Fuck yeah, man. Life's about fucking moving forward, my babies. I had a bad week. I had a bad week. I wasn't happy this week. I was, I was at a sad, I had a sad week, but it's about going on, you know? And I was like, I don't even know. This is why I do the podcast today. Cause I didn't know. I didn't think I could do it yesterday. Cause I was in a fucking foul mood for a week. And today, you know, I woke up, didn't feel so good still, but I knew the babies were out there listening. And I want to thank you guys for being with me, man, because I wasn't happy this week and I didn't know how I was going to do this. And I did, I did my shows. I got through Toronto shows. I got through all those shows and I fucking did it because I'm a professional dude. You got to do it. Did I feel good in my heart when I was doing it? Not really. But the audience still, you know, was happy that I came out. And thank you for that. It's fucking tough, man, performing when you're like not in a good space. Like I'm not like right now, like trying to do this podcast when I'm just like, when I have, when there's some weight on my shoulders, it's fucking hard. It really is hard. And it's hard, you know, um, and, you know, this isn't – I know this is a comedy podcast, but it's also a com- uh, It's also every week, and it's also me, you know? It's a version of me, but it's also me sometimes, and it's hard to uh, shake that weight off sometimes and just go and do comedy for you guys, especially when I don't know what I'm going to say. If I know what I'm going to say, if I'm up there on my – do my, my stand-up and all this shit, and I'm out there doing the thing, I know how to make it funny because I've been doing it, but when I'm here – and I don't know what I'm going to say to get that feeling of happiness because you kind of need that, at least for me, to to do a joke. you know. And I can trick myself into that a lot of the time when I'm performing because I already know what I'm going to say most of the time. Um, or I can get into this loosey-goosey type of mode where I'm just like, ah, fucking what matters in life anyway? Here I am fucking on stage bullshitting and you guys are here. Thank you for coming. That kind of whole vibe. I can get into a silly space, but I don't have the audience with me right now. I've got one fire and Ivan gets rid of. I've got some weight on my shoulders and I'm still doing this here for you babies. And we got this log cabin, right, that I'm knocking on and I'm trying, you know?
I guess I'm just saying thanks for fucking listening. Really. Because uh, I've been thinking lately, too. Like, I never thought about, like, I, I've been watching Will Smith and shit on Instagram and just how, how great his family is, you know. And um, I know Jaden a bit. And, you know, I I, 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 I met Will once, twice, and fucking Jada once. But, like, I don't know them. But, you know, I, I worked with, with Jaden. They're just great. They're great people. And I was thinking about Will Smith and, like, how you can look up to him, you know. You really can look up to Will Smith. You can look up to guys like The Rock. You can look up to fucking Mark Wahlberg. You know what I mean? He's a family man and he's waking up when he needs to. Um, and I was thinking about me. About I'm just this motherfucker who talks bullshit on a podcast. And I do stand-up. And I talk about fucking dick jokes and shit. And I did this inner in-conversation thing at... Uh, in conversations thing at uh what do you call it um just for laughs and uh i don't know how this is going to sound but i'm just going to tell you guys i uh i was out there and this guy was talking to me about you know stand up and about me and about my comedy and all that and the, 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 it was packed you know there were like 200 people there and uh the guy in the front row they opened it up to questions this guy in the front row he's like hey i just want you to know he said i don't really have a question i just wanted to let you i just wanted to ask if you knew i guess it was a question he says uh, do you know that like I, I like your comedy like uh, I just saw David Brent, but like your comedy fucking has helped me get out of depression and shit. And I've had like dark times, and uh, it really uh, it, 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 sometimes your your stand up and your podcast has pulled me out of it and helped me out of that. And I wanted to thank you, and I was wondering if you knew that you, that it happens. Now that's fucking. I'm not trying to. Obviously, I know how it sounds, but my point is is that I didn't. I, I actually, as stupid as this fucking sounds, like, I don't think of that because, you know, I've been depressed before and I've had problems like, uh, you know, but I don't think about comedy really as an escape. I think about it as my, my, my life, you know, I don't turn on a comedy when I want to fucking escape. I don't want to escape. Uh, my life is generally good and I'm not usually depressed, but he said that and, um, between that and the weight that I've had this past week, it, uh, it made me, it made me cry. Uh, and I'm, uh, and I'm crying right now a little bit, but uh, I'm trying not to. But it made me cry a little bit on stage because um, it just made me feel really fucking good. And I wanted to thank that guy on the podcast too uh, for telling me that because I didn't think about that. that way. I didn't think about it that way. And, and it, uh, it, it, uh, it made me happy, you know. And I never thought about it truly in that way because I just go on stage or I fucking do this podcast and I just fuck around, you know, and uh, it's fucking fun as shit, you know, it's fun. I do it. I, 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 
I say this before, and, and, and I, I stand by it. I don't do comedy to make you laugh. I do it to make me not cry. <laughs> and, um, and I guess <laughs> it was ironic that it did make me cry in that moment, and it's making me cry now on this fucking goddamn po- comedy podcast. And that really fucking made me think, man, the rest of the weekend because of the fucking shit that I'm going through and because of what he went through and how what I did pulled him out of that. And um, I started thinking about guys like Will Smith and The Rock and how they're role models and how I I feel like I'm entering this new phase in my life where, where I'm an adult, you know, I'm not 40 or anything. And I always imagine myself as a kid, you know, because you're never as old as you feel. I mean, you're never as old as you, you're not as old as you, you're as old as you feel, I guess, right? And my, my dad said he still feels fucking young in his head and he looks in the mirror and he sees fucking Dracula or whatever the fuck with gray hair, however old he is, 70. He looks in the mirror and he's like, that's that old version of me that I never thought I'd be. But I, I do feel like I'm entering a new phase in my life and I want to be a fucking, I want to be one of those guys or, or I look up to those guys and I don't want to be one of these fucking, uh, you know, I, I want to be, uh, um, I guess that guy, I don't, I'm tr- I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I want to be a fucking somebody that I guess people, uh, don't just, I guess I want to help the world is what I'm saying. <laughs> Not just in the comedy way. And I didn't think about that. I didn't really think about that. Until uh, until this past weekend. Anyway. Uh, shit, man. Should we do some Twitter questions or what? Here we go. This is a good question. Ben Wilkins. At Benny Buckets Jr. Who's your all-time favorite Batman Joker? I like that. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, I think Christian Bale's a great Batman. But I also think that... Uh, Michael Keaton was a fucking... Michael Keaton was like, when you do in casting, there's always that... The, ca- casting will do this a lot in production, and they'll have... Um, they'll have uh, uh, the, the, the one choice that is the funnier choice, the one choice that is the look, you know, and then they'll have the guy who's like the wild card, they call it a lot, or the interesting choice. And, you know... For instance, George Clooney is just the choice for Batman, obviously, or John Hamm would be Batman. You get it. Christian Bale, uh, more, you know, uh, he's also uh, he's also kind of that choice because he's you can picture him as Batman. Michael Keaton, you don't. He's the, he was definitely the wild card, and Tim Burton had clout and has clout and can do that. So he picked Michael Keaton, and it ended up being really fucking cool and interesting. Um, and I think it worked. So in a way, in that way, because of that, and because Hollywood is always a lot of more of the same, I think maybe Michael Keaton was my favorite. But if I'm going to say best, I would maybe maybe say uh, maybe say Christian Bale. Joker, uh, I would have to go with Jack Nicholson just because of how fucking he looks like the Joker to me, you know, and is, and just his whole vibe is jokery with his fucking eyebrows and all that shit. Uh, but I'm fucking really excited to see, uh, 
I I think Joaquin Phoenix is borderline the the wild card choice of the Joker, especially the way they have him do it. It just uh, the pictures that we've seen of him and all that. It makes it look like it's really interesting and kind of it's got a sadness to it. See, that's the thing, man. None of the Jokers yet have had a sense of sadness to him. And I don't think that you need that in a comic book or if you're going to do the Batman that Val Kilmer did, right? That's just a comic book version of it. But, um, you know, the one that Heath Ledger played uh, was great. Uh, It just... uh, you know, and I don't want to be one of those guys that like, oh, yeah, fucking because it's real. It's good because it's real. Like, I don't fucking agree with that. Movies where it's like, oh, yeah, try to make it. There's this whole fucking thing going on now where it's like, oh, the realer, the more real it is, the better. It's like, I don't fucking agree with that. Some movies are great and they're not real. Look at fucking Fellini and Stanley Kubrick and David Lynch. You know, uh, none of that shit looks real or seems real at all. And they're great movies. You don't have to fucking act real. Look at Steve Buscemi and half the shit he does. He's not acting like you really like someone really does, but he's fucking great because of, you saw the death of Stalin. He's fucking funny and great in that, but he's not acting like how a guy would really act. He's just being a fucking. He's doing the part that is called for in the tone of the movie. Um, and although I think that uh, Heath Ledger and also uh, uh, what's his name Jared Leto have done did that tonally for the movie. Uh, I just don't think that they, you know, if you're, although this is the Joker movie, so you do want to see more of his rounded uh, character in this movie. So maybe that's why it does seem like it's like that. Uh, I can't fault the other guys. They're, I mean, they're, I, I like all the Batman movies. I really do. I, I watch every Batman movie and I find all of them entertaining or good or great. Uh, next one. Alex Lamb. Okay, yeah, he asked me about this. Uh, I saw this. When you put your stance socks on, do you have the icon on the outside or inside of your ankle? I, uh, this one's like on the inside. Aren't they? See, I get confused. Some of them are in different places. Some of them are only on the right side of the pair. Some of them are on the inside. Some, and you could also put them on the outside if you put them on different socks. I put them on the outside if they're, if you have the choice, but I have pairs that are only on the, on the right side. And I don't know if that was a fuck up or not, but anyway, yeah, I'd put them on the outside so you can fucking get to peek. So you can fucking peek. You like to peek, right? Love looking at ankles. Uh, Chris D'Elia, uh, Corey McGill, at Corey McGill underscore Chris D'Elia, time for AT&T to step it the fuck up. Yeah, I don't like this kind of fucking cute advertising. AT&T, more for, more for your thing. That's our thing. Eh, what? That's so vague and dumb. Shit like that makes me want to go with Verizon. More for your thing. That's our thing. Oh, yeah? Okay. What what the... By the way, seriously, what the fuck are they talking about? More for your thing. Like, more bang for your buck? Is that what they're saying? I, I genuinely... I genuinely don't know. I wonder if that's a campaign that they're starting and we just don't get it yet. You know? Yeah, dude, AT&T, get it to fucking gather, dude. More for your thing. That's our thing, okay? Say. Um, oh, this is a good question. You know I'm a shoe guy. Randall Contrio, Contrio at say underscore Portuguese. Eh, no shit. You're from fucking Portuguese. Portuguese. You're Portuguese? Portugal? <laughs> 
What do you think of the new Jordan 33s? Congratulations, Pod. Okay, I will say this about that. So I'm a big shoe guy. I always know when the fucking new shoes come out and all that shit, and I love them. I got my Pumas on right now. Uh, the the Thunder, I forget what they're called, Thunder or something. Thunder fucking something. Anyway, um, here, I'll show them to you from the video podcast. There you go, my babies. Look at that. I got the fucking nice colors and shit. You're on with the tight jeans, and you fucking show your fucking jeans so tight that your fucking bulge is popping out, dude. It's pretty cool. I just said I want to be a role model. Now I'm talking about the fucking bulge in my tight jeans. Anyway, um, what do you think of the new Jordan 33s? Okay, yeah. Uh, I think the past fucking 20 Jordans have been... And let me not fucking mince words here. Uh, God awful. Okay? Ever since, like, there are some... I think there are, like, one or two pairs of 14s that I would maybe wear. I don't like the 13s. 12s are fine. 11s are cool. Tens are good. Nines are all right. Eights I like. Don't even have any, but I like. They're just so weird. Sevens, uh, sixes, sure. I like them, yes. They're they're different and cool. Uh, fives, tongue is sometimes too big. Fours, threes are great. Twos, eh, they're, fun. they're cool. Ones are the all-time best shoe. So... But above 14, I mean, they got fucking... It's like Ray Charles made these fucking shoes without his hands. Heh. Now, that's now that's a fucking 12... Michael Jordan, I don't know if you know that, but you owe me twelve ninety five for that Grand Slam. Hey, Michael Jordan, who signed off on these shoes? Ray Charles with no hands? Now, welcome. How many in your party? I've got an open booth for you. Oh fuck, I'm 38. Um, so the new Jordans, the new Jordans f- are coming around. I would maybe wear them once or twice. They look cool. They're they're trying to do a little bit of a different thing. Uh, the 32s, 31s, and 30s, they were all kind of like fine, not me- not very memorable. These are just my reviews. What the fuck do I know about shoes? But um, you asked. So the 33s are all right. I think that they could be coming around onto something. You know. So that's what's up. Any other questions? Or is that it? Well, that... Uh, here, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, they tell me about Akon. Akon is 5'11", even though I said he's 4'2". Well, convict music. I grew. Maybe he finally went through puberty. Hey, what the fuck? Now he's just like, convict music. <laughs> just so fucking... Oh, yeah, we can't sell albums. Why? Because he sounds like that fucking sad clown that, that, sad clown that sings. Who's that guy? What a wicked thing to... He's saying that shit? I have it here. Hold on. I have it on my... Not not Chris Isaac. I mean, I know that's a Chris Isaac song, but this fucking thing right here. Um, cool. Not coming up. Here we go. Here it is. Here it is. Uh, uh, Puddles Pity Party, right? You ever heard of that? This is the new con. This is con. This is a con. Convict music. And then goes through puberty. This guy's such a good voice, though, by the way. emotional. I never dream that I'd meet somebody 
You can really sit in the tub and slit your wrist to this song and just feel okay about it. Oh. You know when they, you know they're gangster when they hit that. That's when they fucking that's that's why you sing that song. Doodle do sound fucking millions of copies. Did anybody drop anything? I'll put it up for them. I'm right here. Would you like to try on some large convict jeans? Convict jeans, you know? Convict jeans. You know who's going to be wearing some convict jeans? Suge Knight and Bill Cosby. Now, can I get the convict jeans? Of course, Bill Cosby. All right, guys. I'm going to be in I'm going to be in fucking Buffalo, Vermont, and Philly. My babies, you coming out? We got two shows in Philly. And that's how we're going to fucking back up the Brinks truck. Show after show. We got money. We're piling it in to making this fucking studio an actual log cabin. I'm going to get a fucking goddamn bearskin rug and a goddamn fireplace before you fucking know it. And a beautiful bed. And I'm just going to live here. Thank you, my babies, for listening. Merch is running low. We know that. And we'll be getting new stuff soon. I promise. It may even be tomorrow. One fire told me it might be tomorrow, but he didn't confirm it. Therefore, on fire. Could be the next day. We don't know. Go to Crystalia.com, Crystalia.com for follow the leader tickets uh, to see my new tour. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. Tweet me by using the handle Congrats Pod or by using the hashtag Congratulations Pod. Video to, uh, videos, episodes go up Tuesdays or Wednesdays. It'll be Wednesday at this point. Watch my specials. And uh, thanks, man. I know I got a little emotional this podcast. It's kind of one of my fears that it was going to happen eventually, but it did. Anyway, um, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Oh, my God.